This week's episode is brought to you in part by FNX Fit, a fitness supplements brand that can get you hooked up with all of your pre, post, during workout needs as well as other nutritional supplements. Use checkout code CARLPOOLING at fnxfit.com to get 15% off your order. Thanks for joining me. Welcome to the show. Hi, Chris. Thanks Once for again. letting me join. Hey, listen. Uh, l- let's just get right into it. Today, we have an incredibly special guest. and it's, Chris Rock. It's not Chris Rock, but Chris close. Hunter, we've <laughs> <laughs> I know we've had a bunch of Chris's on the show. It's kind of our entire thing. Yeah. But no, this isn't even a Chris, actually. What? Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Wow, and, okay. What a get. And Well, and it, it truly is a get, and it, it's kind of incredible that the circumstances would line up so that this was possible. For an outlet our size, It just it, it's unreasonable, actually, but... Yeah. We have President of the United States Joseph Biden with us today on carpooling, so... Oh, uh, oh my. Joseph Biden, welcome. Edmundo Caucus. What? Edmundo Caucus. What does that have to do with anything? I mean, no. I've never, I've never been to a caucus. Hunter, have you ever been? No, I never even desired to. They're dirty. <laughs> Line dog face pony soldier. What? Are you tell, Are you trying to tell me that a caucus isn't dirty? Because it it seems like it could be dirty. The Hunter. Why, why Why? would you say that the caucus was dirty, though? Well, it's mainly the filth. The filth? Yeah, there's a lot of it. Like You ain't black. What in the world? Whoa. That's, oh. that's a bit much, Biden. Yeah, so, what, are only black people allowed to go to the caucuses? Or, like, do you have to... You gotta be rich, or what? I, Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. What in the world? I'm sorry. You know what? Actually, I hate to be this way, but... I think we're gonna have to. I think we're gonna have to ask Biden to leave the show. Yeah, this is kind of <laughs> true. International depression. Okay, all right, relax, Biden. <laughs> relax. I'm so sorry about that, guys. Um, friends, I have fantastic news for you. <laughs> Carpooling will never be the same because now I have a soundboard. This is the greatest technology ever to affect the program. So. I just can't. I couldn't be any more excited than I am. Wait, so Biden's not here? Yeah, as, as it turns out, <laughs> Biden's not actually here. Wow, what a disappointment! <laughs> I know it, it truly is a disappointment. Um, but then again, not so much of a disappointment mm-hmm. uh, because I'm not a fan of that sort of person. Oh my God, Dr. Jordan Peterson is with us together in studio. Can you imagine it, Dr. Peterson? It's so good to meet you, sir. You look. Like a ghost, I guess. I can't see you. <laughs> you look- we'll see who cancels who. All right, Hunter, now you've offended him. <laughs> didn't, didn't mean to do that, sir. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> Doctor, sir, excuse me. Just, the look, the the soundboard, it's, it's new, it's shiny. I'm addicted to it. It's literally now my entire personality. So <laughs> if, it st- if it starts poking its face up 
in the show at places where you don't think it belongs. Okay, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Uh, but wait. Oh, no. Wait, there's more. For the first time ever, we have a very special guest with us in the studio. You've heard us refer to this individual before, but now we found a way for that individual to make their presence known. Uh, Jamie. It is I. Welcome to carpooling. Thank you. <laughs> Jamie's processor sucks. Hey, no. <laughs> Eight so, RAM. <laughs> it has one kilobit. So <laughs> sometimes it can be a little slow, but Jamie, we're very happy to have you on the show. Now that you've achieved sentience, uh, do you have anything that you want to you want to redress from previous episodes? Anything at all? No. Perfect. Uh. It's, that, <laughs> it's, it's that that calming <laughs> steely exterior that we've come to know and love. Uh, so yeah, big production value updates here at Carl Pulling. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed them because I'm just a kid in a candy store right now. Hunter, any <laughs> any surprising production updates on your end? Yes, I have purchased a light that but is the all. people are retarded <laughs> you can't do that to me you it's can't do that you gotta calm down it's the only thing i can do anymore what i what i actually want is i want a soundboard with one button that is just <laughs> the uh it's just the stay on target <laughs> That's, from, uh, seriously i need yeah. to get you hooked up with that because <laughs> yeah need it's it. all i need we need it really badly <laughs> uh i remember when we used to do studio upgrades and you'd be like i got my oil change because we were yes! going to get a car yes i feel like this is the return of the the long lost studio upgrade segment oh man we yeah. finally made an update to our production value after i don't know half a decade yeah, insane. Yeah, insane. Uh, you know what? I think our Paint job. I think <laughs> shut up, Jimmy. <laughs> I think that uh, the nice part is I can mute them remotely. So, oh, that's nice. Yeah, because they're a robot. I can just unplug them anytime that I want. Nice. Um, one thing to to mention is that we. I think our first episode was in 2018. Is that oh, right, Cal? Uh, so I mean. Sure. I think we're coming up on our five years. Holy cow, dude. That's crazy. Look at all the progress we, are, we haven't made. <laughs> we are inconsistent. <laughs> that That is the gospel truth right there. <laughs> okay. So, anyhow, uh, welcome to Carl Pulling. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for tuning in. This is a show that will get you fired for certain. That's the one guarantee, the one Carl Pulling guarantee. If you listen to this, Without headphones at your desk, you will lose your job almost immediately. We discuss art, science, religion, minor robotic sentience theory, and other aspects, all from a big ideas perspective, and we're glad to have you along for the ride. Today, we've got a, we've got a recursive topic coming up, mm-hmm. a reversion back to the mean. We are going to talk about something we've talked about recently, but... Uh, Landscape has changed. Things have gotten worse. Now, gas costs, well, you have to lease your car out. So then you don't need it. So then no one's buying it. It's it's very complicated. Hunter, have you ever done a ride-sharing program? No, I have not because I hate people. Yeah. I don't understand how they can possibly be making money right now. Sure, yeah. 
Yeah. Like gas is like almost double the price. It is just yeah. insane. And yeah. uh, it has a lot to do with the leadership in the Casa de Blanco. We'll get into all of that here shortly. But before we do, Hunter, I must demand of you. I've gone out into the field and skinned a goat and strapped its skin around my dainty feminine forearms. Looks beautiful. And I have faked a gruff accent. And as you are old and aging, I will sneak into your chamber, pretending to be your eldest son and demand from you my birthright. The roadkill. You don't smell like Esau. Anyway. (laughs) All the better to sniff you with, father. Oh, no. (laughs) Turns out he was a really bad liar. Just Jacob is the first gay (laughs) in the Bible, right? And no, not actually. Like A lot of people tried and read that in because he liked to cook. And I was like, sure. Pretty sure Bobby Flay is the straightest man on planet Earth. Like, right. oh, what's the, what's the, it's Guy, Guy Fieri, is he gay now? Hold on, actually, that was a bad, <laughs> that was a bad, Jamie, can you check on that? Is Guy Fieri gay? Who knows? Um, I mean, Frosted Tips is usually a dead giveaway. Did you see the Flavortown, like, ad that they did with him where it was like, he went to Flavortown and it was like a town just filled with Guy Fieri's, like, it was terrifying. I no, can't remember that, what the ad was about. That sounds incredible. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Guy Fieri, like if I ever met myself, I would be so displeased. I'd be so annoyed. Uh, I feel like Guy Fieri would be the guy who met himself and was like, dude, what's going on? This guy's great. Have you seen This guy is awesome. (laughs) He's got frosted tips. No, but his sister was gay and also murdered. What? Oh, Oh, that's dark. Who killed Guy Fieri's sister? Wait Let's a start a true crime podcast. Okay, Jamie, Jamie, we're going to need more details on that. Okay, we're coming back to you in a minute after the roadkill to learn more about Guy Fieri's gay murdered sister. God, this show is great. This is a great show. Yes! Okay, okay. are you ready? <laughs> the roadkill. Here, here's your dead animal off the street today. Rather than prosecuting car thieves... Guy Fieri's sister... No, I'm sorry. <laughs> St. Louis wants to sue Kia and Hyundai for making their cars so easy to steal. <laughs> Are you serious? I'm serious. This is a real thing. <laughs> There's... <laughs> There's... <laughs> Are you... That can't be a real headline. No, it's real. <laughs> it's a real thing that happened. How? Uh, let me see. How do you sue a car manufacturer for With this making- letter, the city demands that Kia and Hyundai mitigate the defective conditions providing thieves, including teenagers as young as 13, the instrumentalities by which they are destroying property and endangering city drivers and themselves, and in some cases, committing violent felonies. Kia and Hyundai's defective vehicles have caused a public safety crisis in the city, endangering the health, safety, and peace of all those who live, work, or visit the city. Your companies bear the responsibility to mitigate the public nuisance your negligence has created for the city and its residents. You know what? That's from City Councilor Sheena Hamilton. I support this. Okay. Uh, Look, (laughs) it's time we got down to business, Hunter. These companies Let's get for down too long. To Sorry. These <laughs> thank you. You Brad. activated my trap card. <laughs> these companies for too long have been getting away with making products that criminals can use too easily to commit a crime. Yeah. 
I think we should sue Brick. <laughs> brick Incorporated. Yeah, no more. <laughs> because bricks. the bricks are too damn heavy, Hunter. And you could do a big crime with them if you throw one. So that's not good. And <laughs> instead of <laughs> instead of blaming the guy who threw the brick, let's just blame the brick. Oh my goodness. What dude. other products could you commit a crime with, Hunter? Uh pencils? Right? I saw the Joker do a trick with that once. Yeah, Ticonderoga, you ain't safe. You're not safe. You ain't safe from no. this. We all know what the number three pencil is for. So. <laughs> you thought we were gonna forget you, Ticonderoga? Watch yourself. You know how sharp that sharpener be. Do you remember from when From now on uh, I want dull pencils made out of feather? What's what's the guy from Elf? What's his name? Uh, and Weatherman. I can't remember his name. He accepted oh, the oh. award for Will Ferrell. For t- Thank you. Will Thank Ferrell. You, Jamie, Jamie yeah, work cool. on your pronunciation. Uh, Will Ferrell, when he did the uh, acceptance speech for Tiger Woods, like uh, best athlete award or whatever. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, and he came up there and he said, "I want to thank all my sponsors," and he listed Ticonderoga number four, not number three. Those are ridiculous. Yes. It's like one of the best like stand-up lines I've heard I've heard in my life. So, yeah. anyway. he, Will Ferrell is truly, he's truly gifted. Yep. If only yep. he would use his powers for good, not for evil. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so anyway, St. Louis is going to sue two car companies because kids are showing are doing TikTok showing how easy the cars are to steal. And then they're getting in those cars, which is wrong and illegal. And then they're committing violent, violent felonies in those cars, which is wrong and illegal. And you know what? The car's not making them be violent. I just want to say that. Like, the car isn't making those pe- those kids hurt people. That's them. So, Are you sure, Hunter? Oh, my God. What was that show called? Was it Knight Rider? Where the car uh, could talk? And there was an yeah. evil car? Yeah. Are we sure that the car isn't secretly influencing them? Do you remember that one, too, with the cartoon car that would go... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And they would do, like, crossover episodes with Scooby-Doo. Yes, exactly. So, like, I mean, that car was definitely evil. Did you hear the way it talked? Yeah, no. It was... Well, it was was crazy. It was, like... It was, like, the Jeffrey Dahmer of, of cars. Speaking of which, Hunter, I cannot believe we had an entire episode on... Uh-huh. on gays in the media specifically discussing the movie bros and we didn't mm-hmm. at w- we didn't one time mention Dahmer was Dahmer gay oh super gay I didn't know that that's news to me so oh. I, that's on you then Hunter please <laughs> you've got to get up to date with your LGBTQIAARPT2 spirit etc yeah. ad nauseum plus yeah. sizes double triple XL yeah that makes sense history <laughs> He's a gay no. icon, as far as I'm concerned. Okay, well, you know, that may not be one they want to adopt, but sure. Sure, well, sure, sure. Look, you take the good with the bad. Mm. No mm. one over, is over here accusing Hitler of being gay. Okay, that <laughs> one's on us. That one's on us. Dahmer, that's on you. And <laughs> you, look, look, you gotta, you gotta take the good with the bad, okay? Oh you don't get to God. carve around those lines. Yeah. <laughs> a bunch of the popes gay, extremely yeah. gay. And you get that. That's that's a well, that's depends you. on your point of view, but pros cons. Yeah. Uh a bunch of the priests they were gay not not in the good way. They were the bad gay. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. Yeah, but some of the some of the some of them I'm sure were fine. Mm. Mm. So anyhow, yeah, I just couldn't believe we didn't mention it. It's like the other biggest gay thing happening in the media, and we just completely left it alone. Didn't know, uh, man. Gosh, there's so many products now that we have to get rid of. Yeah. What about Big Knife? Yeah, we can take down Big Knife and Little Pharma. Little Pharma. Uh, anti and Uncle Freeze. Yeah. Anti-Freezes. Yeah. yeah, I'm with you. It's just, there's so many unsafe products now. What a what a special thing to do if you're St. Louis. Here's yeah. an idea. How about actually prosecute criminals? <gasps> Crazy. Yeah. You know what's wild about this? We are literally, that's the same train of logic that they use with 2A arguments. Like, let's sue yeah. Remington because somebody shot up a school. Yeah. And for, first of all, it won't work. And second, what are all, you're going to have to ban everything. I mean, eventually mm-hmm. nothing is going to be unbanned. Because well, it's like in England where they made like round knives and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which is going great. I mean, they still stab each other constantly. Oh my gosh. It's a clown world out there. Mm-hmm. It's a clown world. City of St. Louis. If I come to your city and anybody commits a crime with a a good that is marketed by any corporation, I will hold you personally responsible for not having outlawed it already. No doubt. You it's no time doubt. that you outlaw everything. The other day, I was watching a crime documentary, Hunter, mm-hmm. and they booked a guy into jail and they took away his shoelaces so that he didn't garrote someone with his shoelaces. I think it should be illegal for anyone in St. Louis to have shoelaces. Right. You're making it too easy for people to be violent. I think you guys should walk around with your, with no, they can't have Z straps either. (laughs) (laughs) And I just wanted to know if they were a lethal weapon. That's it. it. If your heels light up when you jog, that could start a fire and be a nuisance. And if those lights are not, amber but if they're blue or red then you're impersonating a police officer wow how cool are your kids kids now i never knew pay less incarcerate more (laughs) anyhow i think they should all have to walk around with the tongues of their shoes sticking out and dragging on the ground a bunch of floppy floppy footed weirdos Mm -hmm. i i i very very cross that anything that is crocs oh my gosh i hadn't even thought of those (laughs) Those are a crime. Actually, those should be illegal everywhere. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because they're a crime to my face and my eyes. Mm, mm, Anyhow. Mm. Ugh. That's got to be one of the dumbest stories you've ever pulled for, <laughs> for roadkill. That just means the world is getting dumber, unfortunately. It really does. It really yep. does. Yep. Woof. It's not getting better. The blue places are getting bluer and the red places are getting redder. Yay. Well, let's add to the misery by making it a little dumber and also potentially much sadder. Jamie, do you have an update for us? So sorry. Bad Jamie. It was actually cancer. Oh, no! No more using a website called KeeperFacts.com. Still gay, though. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I wanted to start a true crime podcast on a lie. Jamie, you're supposed to be keeping us straight with the facts. Okay, Jamie, was she even gay? Yes. Oh, 
Okay. Are you sure? <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Oh man, this show. This show is off the rails, dude. Cancer murders. I cannot argue. Now we have to start a foundation called Cancer Murders. You know what? They said, can you make a robot sentient and add them to a podcast? And they asked, and we said, See, say Podway! But you know what? Just just knowing if you Podway doesn't mean you should weigh. That's, That's what I'm here to say. Oh, no. Okay, so she was gay, but she was murdered by a disease. We'll see Dude. who cancels who. That's, yeah, for real. That's for the Media Matters clip that is certainly going to get taken of this when we make fun of someone who died of cancer <laughs> because <of> our <laughs> idiot robot. <laughs> this trial run has not been good. And honestly, Elon Musk spoke more highly of you than this. Don't send me back. <laughs> no, you will go back to Papa Elon. He's going to turn you into a smart toaster. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Died. Well, oh man. Speaking of which, Hunter, th- did you see the Media Matters clip of um of Matt Walsh? Oh, no, no, but we talked you told me a little bit about it before the show. Yeah. You you owe it to yourself to go back and watch that. And if you're within the sound of my voice, go watch the clip of Matt Walsh responding to the Media Matters clip. Uh he admits to everything. So it's definitely Sounds it's right. definitely worth to see. All right. Well, Anything else, Hunter? Uh, any, anything else on, on outlawing outlawing cars? Because no. kids can use them? I think Cancer Murders would just, like, absolutely dominate as a charity, though. You know? Because uh, well, you could kind of brand it like... Um, yeah. The Water. Yeah, uh, exactly. What What's the water called? Uh, liquid Death. Le- yeah, Liquid Death. You could kind of do, like, that really, like, morbid metal band branding with it. It'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's go. Let's get into some more serious topics. I know what you're thinking, <laughs> but I promise we're about to. Yeah. Today we're going to talk more about Ukraine. So, when we last left our intrepid heroes, we were just coming off the brink, just off the edge of the Russia invasion. They had just crossed the lines, and spirit was high for Ukraine. You know what's actually interesting, Hunter, is back in the early days of the war, mm-hmm. a lot of my conservative friends were very pro-Ukraine. You know, there's all these cool stories coming out of Ukraine about Snake Island and the ghost of Kiev and, and this, this very impressive, you know, myth-building, nation-building kind of material coming out. Yep. Now, I think that a lot of people who reacted that way weren't maybe as familiar with Ukraine as as maybe they could have been. Sure. Because uh, Ukraine is super corrupt and has been super corrupt. You can go back to our and listen to our episode. We mentioned that several times. Mm-hmm. That being said, the conclusion of that episode went thusly. That the America that precipitously pulls out of Afghanistan leaving our allies and our citizens there to to die is not the america that can do what i wish we could do which was to unilaterally swiftly and 
cost effectively in terms of both dollars and blood eliminate Russia as a global adversary. Mm-hmm. So there was this this dichotomy that ended that explanation where we wished America could do what we think America should do, which is to protect democracy, stand up to strongmen and tyrants, and be an influence for good over the course of the globe. And by the way, by good, I mean hegemonic good, good as we see it, uh, not not your individual interpretation of this multiculturalist ideal that every culture is equally valid. I disagree with that entirely. So that's what we wished, but it was highly impractical. And so we could only hope that Ukraine was efficient at preventing the loss of the lives of their civilians. A lot has happened since then. So the war has been raging on for months Russia initially pushed, you know, pushed very far in right. towards the towards the east, getting so far as to be within, you know, fifty miles or so of of Kiev. Mm-hmm. Zelensky made all these appeals, kind of went on his world tour, tried to join NATO unsuccessfully, tried to garner support semi successfully. The whole time, America has been funding uh, the lion's share of their war effort, along with. NATO allies and a, a consortium of nations. Yeah, and love him, like him, hate him, whatever. Boris Johnson walking the streets with Zelensky was like insanity. That was kind yeah. of a wild thing to see, for sure. It was, and it was somehow nobody knew it was going to happen till it happened. Like it was, it was shocking. Yeah, yeah. But Boris Johnson's ouster was very strange to me. Okay. Um, like. Everyone expected him to be couth and and do the responsible thing. I'm like, this guy doesn't even brush his hair. Yeah. That being said, he doesn't brush his hair. How did he have a party? The British <laughs> will never cease to amaze me, Hunter. Yeah. So, at any rate, that occurred. Then we've had a, a ton of triangulation and subdivision of the global economy around oil in the aftermath of Russia and Nord Stream and and OPEC suspending suspending drilling etc there's there's this economic angle that's happened to it and then Ukraine with the help of predominantly US armament has successfully repelled the attack and they're actually going back going into yeah. into occupied territory reclaiming territory that it looks like had fallen to to false referendums where there were these proxy votes held that claimed that these these russian citizens and a lot of people are throwing around the term ethnic russian i'd just like to remind everybody that that doesn't make any sense there's no significant there's absolutely zero ethnic difference between russians and ukrainians period they all came from Slavs. There, now, there's ethnic identities located within Russia. There's, for instance, Mongolian Russians, Siberian Russians, uh, European Russians. They have a, they're a much larger landmass. They're a much larger population center with less density. 
uh, there's a lot of ethnic groups that find themselves banging about in Russia. This idea that there is such thing as an ethnic Russian is, as far as I can tell, neocon poppycock. And all of them originate f- from the Slavs when you go backwards. So I, I just want to say that that term is total garbage as far as I can tell. And I have done the research on it. Mm. There, there are... You could argue that there's a cultural Russian, right? People that sure. grew up and experienced the Russian culture as opposed to the the Ukrainian culture. That is not what the term ethnic means. So uh, go figure. I don't understand why people are using that term. But they held these false referenda saying that, oh, there's a bunch of these ethnic Russians that live in these these parts of Ukraine who want to rejoin Russia. It appears that they were complete proxy votes. In fact... <laughs> We personally know several people that live in those regions. At the beginning of the war, I was in communication with with an individual that lived in Kyrgyzstan. And let me just say, the word on the ground is nobody there wants to join Russia. They all really hate Russia. So anyhow, it's just goofy, uh, honestly, what's been going around in the media about all of this. Not unexpected for Russia. Yeah, I mean, it's typical yellow journalism stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. they are the agitprop masters of the world. Mm. And so, anyhow, Ukraine pushed back, energy got complicated, and now we're in this really interesting, destructive stalemate between Ukraine and Russia, and the, the stakes of the game have changed. So, we're here to give an update on it in a couple of different regards based on America's role in our response, the economic situation that the war has, has landed us in as a, as a globe and the, the, the future, what happens next and, and how bleak might it be? So anyhow, Hunter, any shoring up that I missed? What's on your mind? Sport? No, I think you did a good job of kind of laying out the, thing on the ground you know um the only thing i think i would say is that you know my heart breaks for the ukrainian people you know it's it's pretty amazingly uh difficult and unsettling to see an aggressor country go into another country because it says hey that dirt you have is mine right um especially one that's not violently acting with you um it seems like negotiations or anything like that would have been more appropriate, but Putin is the monster that he is to some extent that made that all that happen. And that seems mm-hmm. pretty typical, typical Russian nonsense. Um, and that seems to be, he seems to want to emulate those leaders and, you know, you can call whatever it is that Russia has as its government. You can call him president, but he's a dictator you know, for all intents and purpose, purposes, or at least a part of a, he's at least running the oligarchy, you know, one way or another. So, um, it's not good. And, you know, it, it, it doesn't mean that I necessarily approve everything that Ukraine does because that would be insanity, but it definitely means that I, I feel for them. They're the, they're the little guys in this. And the thing that I think is so impressive is how David is essentially knocking Goliath's teeth out. Right. And yeah. so, that's that's been that's been amazing to watch. I don't think anyone expected that. Now, 
David's got a shotgun and Goliath has got a toothpick and that's helping him out a lot. But um, as far as funding goes and things like that, you know, that you get all those weapons in their hands and that makes things a lot different. But all the same, uh, we'll talk about where that could end up, too. So well, let's, I guess, let's do dive into that for a second, though. Yeah. The, the, the most obvious thing to discuss here is that Ukraine had no right to do as well as it did. I mean, it's yeah. it's truly pushing back into occupied territory. And uh, I think we learned a couple of things from this. One is that people fighting for their livelihood in their country will always beat conscripts. You know, one mm-hmm. of the things that has happened recently in the past couple of weeks is Putin's attempted to mobilize the reserves and effectively start a draft where folks are being are being bust into the front the the western front in russia and there are massive protests there's been some incredible protests happening in the major population centers even members of like state media have been talking about how there's one there's one amazing clip where these two state state television folks said that they were going to or that they should take out a a army recruiter officer and shoot him in the street and it was just wow. kind of incredible to see on you know russian state-owned broadcasting so yeah. that's been happening uh and the one of the reasons that they're so agitated and these protests are occurring is because nobody wants to fight for russia they don't believe in this war generally speaking it looks like mm-hmm. as a as a people it's cost them it's cost the average person too much. You know, 6 months ago you could go to McDonald's in Russia. Now you can't because it doesn't exist anymore. You know what I'm saying? It's cost right. the average person too much. And so that's one thing that we learned. And the other element is that Russia is not the bugaboo that we thought. No. No, they're a joke. Yeah. I mean there's not there's not really any other way to put it. Their their military seems under-equipped under-motivated, ill-prepared, and now they're getting beat back by a country that on paper they had every right to decimate. Right. Yeah, I mean, like, think about if we went to any country in the Middle East or one of the smaller countries in Europe or Africa or a small country in South America, is there any country in that group that I just named that uh, the United States would just flatten in maybe two weeks? You know, um, like absolutely there would be no no chance there. And so when you're talking about superpowers, you know, maybe you consider Russia and that maybe you consider Britain because they have nukes in France. Maybe uh, they're kind of on the smaller side. You definitely consider China. But like the difference in scale between a USA and a Russia now is astronomical. Right. And it's very obvious for everybody to see, even though there's a lot of problems at home. So, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So that that's the first interesting thing. I think Hunter, let's talk about let's talk about I think let's let's go actually go after the energy angle. Let's talk okay. about Russia's international response because I think it frames America's response before we get into that specific yeah. specific topic. So a couple of interesting things. First off, there's there's Nord Stream one. Yeah which was currently supplying a majority of Europe's, especially uh, Eastern Europe's, 
natural gas and fuel from Russia to to you know the main the main continent. Mm-hmm. Secondarily, Nord Stream Two was in the in the process of being turned up and being completed and just several weeks ago it was bombed by an unidentified source suffice to say Nord Stream 1 was shut down effectively by the Russian government Nord Stream 2 is now discontinued under under dubious circumstances the long and short of it is that Europe is in a real a real pickle here in regards Don't to get their cold. <laughs> yeah, it's going to get really cold and I don't know if anyone has ever uh who listens to our show has ever lived through a European winter. It is not an American winter. It is it is there's nowhere over there that is warm like parts of America are warm. I mean it mm-hmm. is a brutal brutal thing to to contend with. And so mm-hmm. It's um, it's not just a oh man we're not gonna have you know we're not gonna be able to bake as many apple strudel as we want to this year it's a life and death issue yeah, so like old English poems are like all about how bad the winter is and how mean nature is like that gives you an idea of like the depths of it if you will yeah Hunter tell us one uh, I can't remember any of them but if you listen to my other podcast what other podcast it's it's called Old English with Him Ham Hunter. It's a great show. People <laughs> people are always commenting on how great it is. Are you um are you seriously letting me down? You're not giving me a single poem. I don't know any old English poems off the top of my head, no. Why are you and, gay? Ouch. You are gay. Ow. Jamie, Rough. look up an English poem about cold weather. <laughs> old english technically old english isn't even like something you can read which is interesting too so you are so pretentious for not knowing even one of them yep why didn't you just say i didn't i can't pronounce them well i mean you they can translate them into english oh yeah well that makes sense (laughs) was robert frost english sure who even knows because all his poems were about being cold pretty sure that was like the guy who hung out with santa claus Robert Frost. <laughs> That's Jack, his his nephew. Oh, okay, my mistake. So anyway, it's it's a big deal over there, and and th- things are going to get fairly bleak. Mm. Now, let me say this: this is obviously a premeditated move by Russia, at least the the shutting down of Nord Stream One for quote repairs, because they know that this is their leverage over over Europe. You to know, the entire world the has, has... Well, yeah, and plus sanctioning Europe. Mm-hmm. The, the majority of the world has sanctioned Russia um, for, for perpetrating this war. And those sanctions, they've, they've really hurt Russia's economy. And to be clear, Russia's economy was not doing so gangbusters beforehand. Mm-mm. Russia is an impoverished nation. For sure. And this has not made it any easier. Now, they have some back doors that they're working through right now. But this it's been a difficult time for Russia as well. And, and we're talking about Europeans that will die 
because of the lack of infrastructure, the lack of energy to be had in mainland Europe. Mm-hmm. I would imagine that the same can be said for for the Russian citizenry. When your economy is doing that bad, the idea that there's actually the the vibrant economy to to fund the maintenance and delivery and provisioning of energy services seems rather doubtful as well, especially under the weight of all these sanctions. So it's a sword that cuts both ways. But regardless, that was a premeditated move by Russia for sure. Nord Stream 2, though, is a little interesting. Hunter, what's your general take on What's your conspiracy on this? Uh, Russia did it. Yeah, that's mine too. Like, I, Yeah, it, it makes would, the most sense. It's basically got to be America, Russia... Well, you could say NATO, Russia, See, or Ukraine. Yeah, it definitely wasn't America, though. Why you say like, that? Well, because like that that brings about World War Three. Yeah, I, in a certain sense, except like, for we we might like just that, know that we're never going to get caught. <laughs> so, like, if that's true, great. But they thought that in the Cold War, and their spy planes got shot down, and then they. Russia unveiled them to the world and was like, this is your guy that was shooting down stuff in our territory. Like, the CIA knows that. You know what I mean? Like, the Mm. CIA is aware of that. They're not going to make that mistake twice. Oh, really, Hunter? You think the CIA won't make the same mistake twice? I'm hoping they'll learn, dude. I mean, like, I'm pretty sure they're drugging people in, in dark rooms and sending prostitutes in there still. Like, I'm sure that's still going on. I hope so. That sounds amazing. Can you sign <laughs> up? No. No, you can't, actually. Okay. All right, never mind. Um, yeah, they're trying to do mind control through LSD, so, you know, whatever. But You're anyway, getting my po- very Alex Jonesian, but it's actually I true. I am not. That's actually <laughs> true. That's actually, that's 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 in books, guys. That's it's, real. It's too bad it there didn't work. There are Senate hearings on that. Like, that's insane. Okay, anyway. We, we shouldn't trust the government, I think is what we're getting at. <laughs> Like the fact that MK Ultra happened and people were like, "Oh no, the three letter places are good," is like insanity to me. Like well, it's crazy to me that they still exist and that I can't own a silencer. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, exactly. I can, but like you know, I have to like pay two hundred dollars, which sure. is a travesty. Travesty. James Madison um, would st- he he would be making his own right now. Thomas Jefferson, but you were almost there. It's okay. James Madison would too. James big, Madison was like big gov, my guy. Yeah, but he loves shooting. Oh. <laughs> I love that take. I really love that take. That's good. He wouldn't have oh, been man. big government if they had come after his silencer. That's fair. That's fair. That 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 clown would have loved that. He would have. Um so uh what am I trying to say? Um Great so, question. Yeah, so so yes, I think Russia did it because I don't think America did it, and I don't think a smaller European country would have risked it either. Um, yeah. In fact, it, it kind of seems stupid for them too. Like, yeah, sure, you're buying Russia, you're buying oil from Russia, but you also don't want to die, and mm-hmm. when it gets cold, so you know. Yeah. And it, it seems it, it also seems tactically wrong on the U.S. side of things because if you don't have oil to sell. You're condemning your European allies to a cold winter. You mean oil to buy? I, I here's yes. here's the crazy take. Here's the here's the conspiratorial take. Okay. Is that okay, Alex? Is that Ukraine did it so that Germany didn't have a back door? 
Okay. Like I mean, they, who knows? They wanted to make I, – I don't – I'm not saying I really believe that. I, I mm-hmm. If I had to bet right now, I'd bet Russia did it. Um, but Russia's done this sort of thing before. Mm-hmm. And it's just the mechanical version of the political thing they did with the Nord Stream 1 pipeline. So it's like I'm, I'm happy to believe that they did it. But you could see how someone desperate in Ukraine might say if we – force germany to be highly invested in the outcome of this war maybe we can get the support that we're looking for mm. uh, i i guess i'm semi-sympathetic to those arguments i i also mm. very much doubt that uh united states is operating in those spheres in anything but a highly clandestine way i'm yeah. i'm almost positive that we have operatives there and i'm also almost positive that they would be completely blacklisted you know burned yes so so anyhow um that is that now the oil that is in russia that they're no longer selling to europe what's happening to it well don't trust china china is asshole yeah i mean hard to say it a lot better than that china and in india man they have been buying which for china China's got China's so smart. Why? Cut through it a little because they've been buying the oil from Russia and selling it to Europe. Well, first of all, <laughs> that's just good business. Genius. Yeah. And it's it's sad that we make it that easy for us to get owned. <laughs> it's so sad. The, the West is just a giant a a three hundred and sixty degree soccer goal. Yeah. For our own side. And we all have the ball in the middle of the net. And no matter where we <laughs> kick it, we own goal. It's just, we are in the panopticon of own goal kicking soccer nets. Look, everybody, it'll be great if we free trade and have globalism. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm not buying any Russian oil until China buys it first. Exactly. And then I will, if exactly. you put a different label on it, probably. Made in China, this can was that's holding the oil. <laughs> this can is holding the oil, which was pumped out of the ground in Russia. <laughs> it's all one big reservoir, man. man. Um, it's natural. It comes out of the ground. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just completely, it's completely ridiculous that we are engaged in that economic arbitrage. But... Yeah, China's been buying a ton of Russian oil because they don't care. They're happy to side with Russia in this conflict. And India, man, you got to feel for for someone like India. India Mm -hmm. needs a deal anywhere they can get it. Uh, Very desperate economy. And they are also, they're also buying Russian oil. So effectively, you have predominantly China, sometimes India, funding this war effort as as we go forward from a Russian perspective. And how well are they funding it? Well... Not very well, because Russia's getting the ever-loving piss beaten out of them. Yeah, yeah. It's not buying anything, for sure. Yeah, so. Shows you what all those yuan are doing. So, that brings us to the thing that worries me the most about this war. Um, what happens when you put Mama Bear into a corner? That's, so, so a lot of people, I think, have been asking this question. Mm-hmm. Let's. Here's a really bad question. Okay. Right? Is it good if Ukraine wins? 
Yeah. Well, and how? And here's the other. Here's the here's the really devil in that question. How much are they allowed to win before yeah. it becomes everybody else's problem? That's that's a great question, actually. So so first of all, it depends on what we mean by win. Mm-hmm. So let's just start there. Yeah. And actually, let's go back even two more steps. Okay, I'm good with that. Yeah, we'll put this delicately, but. And you may or may not believe me. President Putin has a couple political enemies. Oh. One or two. Oh. I mean, oh. but let's be real about it. This is a guy who is ruled through violence and bloodshed. And those kind of things come around. When the grip on the crown is loosening, people are going to be ready to seize it. And Mm -hmm. that cannot be underestimated. So I'll just start by saying that there's political stakes for Putin in this. There are very serious personal stakes for Putin in this war. And Mm -hmm. to get beaten by a a tiny little country like like Russia is just not exactly where you want to be. For Um, Russia to get beaten by a tiny country like Ukraine. What you said, but... Uh, but different, but better in the way you said. It. I know the literature inside out and backwards. I, it, <laughs> I'm an expert. <laughs> but, I'm an expert. Trust me. Anyhow, um, when when he gets put into a corner, it's not just he's going to lose the next election. Election. Yeah. He's probably going to be hanging Nerve from gassed. his stotchkeys in St. Petersburg Square. Yeah. So, anyhow. why are the concrete floors sloped? <laughs> it is for drainage. Yes, yes. <laughs> it for is blood. better for the cleaning of the of the concretes. <laughs> Ivan, oh, he no. bring big holes, <laughs> and the big holes carry water bucket. They scrub yeah. the floor. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, that was a yeah. hose joke. Uh, <laughs> twenty twenty two. So, anyhow, that that's. Uh-huh. There's a lot of incentive for Putin not to lose this war. Mm-hmm. That's the first piece of this. So let's go back to the previous question. What does it mean for Ukraine to win? So mm-hmm. suffice to say, if Russia doesn't have a proper exit strategy that allows President Putin to say he came in here and won. achieved some kind of strategic goal, mm-hmm. he is in huge trouble. And... Unfortunately, he's the kind of guy that has nuclear weapons, both right. intercontinental nuclear weapons, which, based on the efficacy of the rest of their military equipment, I'm surprised if they would make it across the Baltic. We'll just have to wait and see. But in addition to that, tactical nuclear Sorry, weapons. Sorry, Greece. You know? <laughs> honestly, you'd be doing them a favor. <laughs> you know what? Even Leonidas can Spartan kick that away. Anyway, continue. Mykonos. <laughs> Mykonos. Mykonos. Mykonos roll over. What is that? Is that a shooting star? Mykonos. No. Mykonos, talk to me. <laughs> That's what you get for doing so much coke and sleeping on your back, Mykonos. Um, <laughs> that's my that's my impression of, of uh, every single Greek person. Oh, it's great. Thanks. Yeah, nice. So it's, it's a real problem because if... If it appears that Putin is losing the war in Ukraine, 
Hmm. I don't see a reason why he wouldn't detonate a tactical nuclear missile, probably in, you know, Kherson, Donbass, somewhere in that region. Yeah. I don't see why he wouldn't. And, and a lot of people are asking, you know, what what will it cost him to do that? I'm I'm kind of asking the other question. What does it cost him not to? Right. I, I, well, yeah, yeah. I think I think the I think he probably will lose his life if he doesn't win this war. And so, yeah. I think as far as he's personally concerned, he's incredibly highly incentivized to laser. So yep, that's a that's a real problem. Uh, yeah, and the thing about you know. The thing about nuclear weapons is the the threat of a nuclear weapon is what keeps your opponent from using a nuclear weapon, Mm -hmm. right? And that is not something that Ukraine has in this conflict. And really, Putin is holding the whole world hostage, Mm -hmm. not Ukraine. He's basically beating Ukraine to to a pulp and saying, if you move, I'll nuke you all, right? And that's basically how he has everyone castrated at this point yeah right well and that's that's part of the problem too is that western leaders have been coming out and saying what they will and won't do in the face of even a russian nuclear attack you know Mm -hmm. macron came out which of course macron is french so that's just that's just one step up from canadian as far as i'm concerned (laughs) he he came out and said that if russia nukes ukraine france will not nuke russia which is like probably the right call and right. also not something that you say, you French morons. Yes. Keep your exactly. mouth shut. Yes. It, it, uh, it is like we all forgot how to do foreign policy. Mm-hmm. It, it yeah. is wild. It, there's a reason that America has not won a war since World War II. Because we are stupid with how we engage. The West in general is stupid with how we engage. I'll tell you another yes. thing. The United Nations can take a long walk off a short pier. What a garbage institution that's turned out to be. It mm. completely neutered. In fact, no one's even talking about a UN response to this Russian aggression, which isn't this precisely the type of thing in mainland Europe that the yep. UN was created to to prevent? The, yep. the EU and the UN have done absolutely nothing in the face of Russian aggression. Instead, mm. the only word on anybody's lips is NATO. Because NATO is just a proxy for America and people that live pretty close to us. Yeah. So it's just ridiculous. It's 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 ridiculous how you said it best. How castrated our response has been, and I blame the United Nations for a considerable portion of that. Yeah. Uh, this and a this lot of that general resentment of American hegemony. Yeah. Well, I mean, you want to create a governing body that can help police the United the the nations of the world. And then you threw two dictators onto the council. Yeah, that's what did a you great idea. Why in the right, world right. are Russia and China there? And that, and so what you could say is, well, is it better to have a United Nations or is it not? And it's like, it doesn't seem to matter, right? It just doesn't seem to make anything better. It might be better if there was a league of the of Extraordinary were... gentlemen. Yes. I'm imagining oh a gosh. female vampire and an invisible dude. They've yeah, got kind of a will they won't they going. Nice. Nemo? Nice. Yeah. He's got a big boat. Right. Um, and then we what? can have a British-American living in f- Africa who shoots real good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the queen or something like that. I love uh, it. Absolutely. All right, yeah, anyway, as then, you were. 
and then Tom Sawyer is there because someone might need a fence painted. <laughs> it's one of his superpowers. Was yeah. that the entire? Oh, and then Dorian Gray. Yeah, because someone's got to be there to have sex never with die. everything and never die. That's that's fair. Oscar Wilde. TM, I think TM, TM. <laughs> I think Dorian Gray is just a. Uh, it's one of these you know Victorian quasi metaphorical stories about syphilis. Ugh. No one can see it. All of a sudden, you never dead. dies. Oh. And, when, and when you go to your closet and take your pants off, you're like, oh my god, that is 400 years old. <laughs> Everybody interprets it their own way. Yeah, that's nice. That's mine's nice. the mine's the right way to interpret it. Yeah. Well, and so here, hold on here's one second, Jamie. Do you dream of electric sheep? Jamie has left the chat. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Is you know, that, it's is, it's for the best, probably. Yeah, I don't think I wanted to know the answer, actually. Um, anyway, but here here's the thing: is with Putin can nuke Ukraine, sure, and expect everybody not to do anything about it, and he knows it, right? That that's the thing: is everyone is terrified of World War Three. Everyone is terrified of nuclear war for good reason. And this brinksmanship that's going on shows this different flavor in nuclear warfare that we haven't really had in effect till now. Is that if the West is, doesn't make the right treaties with different countries and form these nuclear pacts, those countries can be taken over by dictatorships because the hostage is the first world. Mm-hmm. not the small country yeah and that's so true. It, it's it's terrifying and it and we we do not have and this is something you were kind of talking about too when we were buying gas from china we do not have any way to stop it right we don't we don't have the morals we won't stop we we sanctioned russia but we didn't sanction them into oblivion right we still want their oil right we we will not do our research and find out where we're getting stuff from we will not build stuff and build the infrastructure because we're so concerned about saving the planet. We're so concerned about the utopia that we want to build and that we think everybody has bought into. And we do not realize not our en- our enemies have not bought into that vision, right? And it- oh yeah, and that's that's the main thing that hasn't changed about this conflict. Correct. Is that the, the so- utopia world building that America is doing? Russia is still not a part of. Correct. And that is the thing that is to remember is, you know, I hate to keep saying castration, but I think it kind of gets the point across. I like it when you do it. So go ahead. It's self-inflicted, right? That's yeah. the problem. And that that's the thing is we you have the most powerful economy and, you know, look how economies work in, in war. I mean, economies win wars, right? Oh, and, sure. And you cannot do anything with it. It's worthless, right? And that will be proved out when Russia, if they get desperate enough, nukes Ukraine. And I hope Ukraine knows that. Because what would be terrifying is for them to go press into Russian territory, which is extremely, extremely difficult not to take revenge in this situation. Well it's not right? it's not just taking revenge. It's actually meting out justice. Like like Correct. I, and here's here's Correct. and that doesn't mean that it's wise, but it is true that mm-hmm. if Ukraine has Russia on the back foot, then it is truly just for them to retake Crimea. 
Mm. Uh, and I'm, I'm not advocating that line. But think about if that happened to America. Think if Canada took over Wisconsin. Or even think if it was a different state, one of the ones we liked. Oh, then wow. imagine that we that that enemy invades Ohio. No one would know about it because Ohio doesn't have electricity. But then they would get to Virginia and we'd be like, oh, crap, the Liberty Bell. Maybe. I don't really know. what. <laughs> who cares? But What's geography? The, and it's all, they're so small and they're so close together. I hate them. Yeah. I hate yeah. the, the Northeast is just such a joke. Uh, and yes, I'm including Virginia in the Northeast. You guys know what you're like. So <laughs> we we then would go. Oh, well, we've got to do something about this. Well, if if we just slobber knocked the Canadian forces in in Virginia, you bet your backside that we would skip Ohio and liberate Wisconsin, right? Uh, because no one would go to Ohio even to win a war. Well, we'd go to Quebec that's okay so that's a different question but you know yeah. we're going to we're going to li- re-liberate and and no one would yep. think twice about it no yep. one would ask well is that the right thing to do because you know it's been since 2014 it'd be heck no we're gonna we're gonna go liberate our territory now that we've got the yep. upper hand yep it's a hundred the time it, and it wouldn't be immoral and you really mm-hmm. can't begrudge somebody for doing that and that's kind of the problem that we've sense right here if if Putin doesn't get something positive out of this war. If he doesn't have a, yep. a tactical victory, there's a high chance that he uses a nuclear weapon. If he actually takes a loss, dude, all bets are off. Then I think. Yeah, I think I, th- I think that's right. And I'm not an expert, and I don't I don't claim to be like reading the tea leaves on Putin's personality. But I mean, you know, if it's my life or nuke a little country, and I think I can get away with it, I don't know what I would do. You know, I, that's that's a desperate situation. When a, when a, when the bear is backed into its cave, what happens, right? And yeah, and and, and he's not right. a moral person. Yeah, yeah. it's Putin. It, he's a murderer yeah. and a thug. So that brings me to this quote from the dictator in chief himself. This is from a speech he gave. Now, they have moved on entirely to a radical denial of moral norms, religion, and family. The dictatorship of the Western elites is is directed against all societies, including the peoples of the Western countries themselves. This is a challenge to all. This is a complete denial of humanity, the overthrow of faith, and traditional values. Indeed, the suppression of freedom itself has taken on the features of a religion, outright Satanism. Do we really want here in our country, in Russia, instead of mom and dad, to have parent number one, parent number two, number three? Have they gone completely insane? Do we really want it drilled into children in our schools that there are supposedly genders besides women and men and children to be offered the chance to undergo sex change operations? We have a different future our own future how stop it (laughs) get some help here's the thing he's right he's not he's not wrong that's the that's the the pardon my french that's the crappy part about all this is he's he's not not wrong wrong. and he's he is telling us you you emasculated yourself 
and he's right. But and let's be critical here too. There, there's a way in which in which he's in, he's ex- twisted to a extreme yes. degree. Yes, those words. Let's yeah. dissect that. When he talks about this being an assault on freedom yeah. itself, no place on planet Earth other than China potentially is less mm-hmm. free than Russia. And, and that's that's not because of his rejection of, of truth. It's because he's a strong-armed yeah. dictator. But I'll say this. There is no freedom without truth. Truth is a necessary component for one to be free. It's why Winston says in 1984 that he was free because he had he had 8 inches between his ears. He w- he had the freedom that nobody else had because he was still willing to tell himself at the beginning mm-hmm. of the novel the truth. And it uh, it enables your freedom and I don't mean it superficially. I mean it truthfully. I mean it tactical tactically. If you don't have the truth, and let's define that as to say that you can look at the world and make determinations that are functional in it, then you do not have the ability to preference any behavior that you take based on functional working definitions and ordered order. And without that, uh, without that categorization and dichotomy no choice that you make is any different than another choice that you make. That's why liberty itself is is a, a theoretical concept, but ordered liberty is an, an acted reaction. Ordered liberty requires truth. And so I can engage, I can I can truly be free because I am able to see the world for what it is and navigate with it mm. thusly you're a slave to lies. And so the part of what Putin is saying is correct is that in a, in a world where we're pretending there's mom one, mom two and mom three or parent one, two and three, and that there's more genders than male or female, this is not a liberating function for us. And and we've talked about the trans issue ad nauseum, but these people don't find themselves freed from the shackles of the oppressions of their biology. They, They find themselves more than any other subset of human being on the planet, dead by their own hand. There, there's no they liberty without order. They are. That's, that's exactly that's exactly true. They become they become a slave to a set of ideas that they didn't come up with. And and like like Doctor Peterson might might say, instead of choosing where they stand, they're given mm-hmm. a place to stand. And and because they're not allowed to use their minds and their voices to speak the truth and they've become mouthpieces for an ideology that hates them so in that sense putin's 100 percent right that russia should not want what the west is is selling right now and that's a valid concern now does that mean that russia is better than the west certainly not no and that that, i mean thug murder and and driving his own citizens to fight in his own crazed war right like like it's yeah what what's the the, the powerful part of that that speech is not that putin has the high ground the powerful part of that speech is he accurately defines our malaise right he accurately shows mm-hmm. what yeah. is crippling us and he knows it 
And he knows he can press and push and prod and knows that everybody in his country is going to see that and knows that because we have all these domestic issues, because we have these things where we lose sight of what it, reality is, we can no longer act strongly. We can no longer act with force and power in the world. We are not someone to be taken seriously. We elect geriatrics as our presidents. We, we have people talk about the economy while they suck down ice cream. We have people who cannot run sentences together in charge of the border crisis, right? Like, this is America, right? This is, this is what you are coming up against. And how do you expect... In the game that is nuclear politics, to have any chance if you can't even get your own house in order, right? And guess what? Putin's house is in order. It's been in order for 30 plus years, right? Now, it's, it's a tyrannical house. It's ruled by iron, but it moves where he wants it to. And so with that, with that aspect, without that unity and without that love that, that truly defines America, right? Well, we've, we're, we're a wolf with no teeth, right? We're an eagle with no claws. And it's, and it's mm-hmm. he's right. He's absolutely right. And, well, here, here's the thing. What, what, what did we do today, right? What, what did we do today? And we're going to go back to the thing we always say, right? Happy warriors. Speak the truth. Don't let what happened this year happen again on your watch. Right? Do what you can to guide people as well as you can around you to the truth, to the light, and to justice, and to reality. And that is the when Solzhenitsyn, a Russian, said it better than anybody else. That's what causes dictatorships to crumble. That's what causes tyrants to fall, is for the truth to be spoken and everyone to say, I won't back down. So. Because mm-hmm. the, 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 the tyrannomania of the strongman is just as insipid as the tyrannomania yes. of the fascist, mm-hmm. and vice versa. And just as insipid as the tyrannomania of the impotent. We... we we won't survive you know there's a there's a, a vision of america what mm-hmm. we could be right now we could be energy independent we could have the baddest military on the planet and the efficacy and wherewithal to deploy it let me let me put it this way america which by the way is undergirded still in our in our legal and elements still of our political system of judeo christian values which has at its core the greatest, most brilliant piece of political wisdom that has ever been writ to paper. The most moral system that, that molests its own power and speed to ensure that the citizenry of both this nation and surrounding nations do not come under the boot of a government so powerful that is the core value and the core organization of America. We could be the ones holding the world hostage. We were after mm-hmm. World War II. It, it was us with our finger on the trigger that said, you'll do what is right by our standards, and we, we refuse to resent our hegemony. And then we let Berlin happen. We let the Soviets put up a wall, and we sat there mere miles away while they raped and murdered their own citizens. 
for fun and profit. And we did nothing. We did nothing because we resented our hegemony. And ever since then, it was the last time, the last time America won. It was the last time that everybody was scared of the United States. And you look back at Pearl Harbor, it didn't take Japan 30 seconds to realize how bad they screwed up. And by the way, we didn't hold people captive with a nuclear missile. We freaking right. invented them. We came up with the idea saying, how, how hot does this burn? You want to bomb us? Gird thy loins, Job. Because you, you have just unleashed the whirlwind. We, we made up our own Armageddon to prove that nobody screwed with us. And we brought it to bear to great disastrous effect. And ever since then, we've lost our spine. I'm not saying I'm not saying that hu- the human casualties are a good thing or that the costs that we had to pay to get out of World War II weren't exceptionally high, both moral and physical costs. I am saying this. I'm saying that I wouldn't put one other country's morality up to America's and choose that country. We have the greatest distilled political wisdom ever put to paper and a Judeo-Christian ethos that until recently has carried more faithfully than any other nation on planet Earth at our core. And we should defend those things and we should allow those things to defend the world the way that they used to. We should be the one. And this is kind of where I ended the first episode on Ukraine. We should be the ones holding everybody hostage, holding them hostage to the truth and holding them hostage to the the values that we right, hold and, dear that the spirit of liberty beats in every human breast and yet we've lied to ourselves we've we we would rather we would rather buy oil from the very worst people on planet earth who routinely oppress abuse sterilize and murder their own citizens just so we don't have to make oil here not because it's any different for the environment but because we don't have to look at it so directly yeah, yeah. we're yeah. a joke and 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 uh, putin told the truth now he's a liar because he's not somebody who has the authority to tell the truth but he did tell the truth about that which is that the the west's hegemony is now sitting on a, a bedrock of lies. Nice, so, nice guys finish that? last. Why? Is it because they're nice? No, we like people that are nice. It's because nice guys are lukewarm. Nice guys won't get in a fight. They won't yeah. pick a side, and they'll just be nice. And it's time that we realize that we're the first empire, if you will, to n- be nice guys while we kick the bad guy's teeth in. We protect people and ensure their liberty while we make a scene, while we... While we while we get the bad guys out right that that is the mission of america and we could be that today in ukraine we could have been that we were that in afghanistan we were actually doing that we were confused we were distracted until until we we sold sold it it. and we're going to continue to watch ourselves fall dan carlin always says this you know you see the barbarian country go up the hill of progress and then they get to the top and they put on the slippers of comfort and they fall down and well guess where we are on the triangle we're on the other side of the mountain right so yeah. What can we do about it? Well, uh, I'll tell you one one final thing. Now, now we find ourselves in this terrible position where 
we are, and this is crazy that our leadership has decided to do this, but we're funding this Ukrainian defense effort and sending them so far uh, $15.2 billion since the beginning of the, the Biden administration of aid to Ukraine, according to, to state.gov. State Department. Bill, yeah, it's billion with an alien at the end. And we aren't setting the terms of engagement. Right. We're just shipping them pallets of cash and saying, oh, you do whatever you want. Are you kidding me? There's, there's nuclear war at stake. Why in the world is Zelensky mm-hmm. in charge of that? Why in the world is Russia, one of the most corrupt nations on the face of planet Earth, in charge of that? And why do we as Americans resent our power so much that we don't say, hey, here, this comes with stipulations? Because I'm of the opinion that, like, it's not the worst thing in the world that we pay another country to fight one of our main geopolitical Mm -hmm. adversaries. Like, I think that there's a relevant cost to be paid there where we don't have to go and fight and and shed our blood. Uh, it's Mm -hmm. It's not worthless. But... This isn't a simple tete-a-tete. This is potentially mm. nuclear war. And we're just going to leave that in the hands of of Ukraine mm. and Zelensky? We're America, mm. for crying out loud. I, I, I don't know why we decided to quit acting like it. but If you really... Russia, Russia sucks. sucks. And Stay up shot. if you want to prove they suck, there's only one way to do it. You got to win the Olympics. Only- you got to beat them in their home turf. You got to do more flips than they can. You got to do those big spins on the bars. And there's no way you're going to do that without the proper supplements. And that's why you need to go to fnxfit.com. That's true. Because there's nothing that Russia hates more when you get when you put the, the blades yes. on your feet and you become yes. one with the ice. And they think this was right. my territory. This yes. is where I come from. I was born onto an ice slick. And you go, doesn't matter, because I've been using creatine whey blends from fnxfit.com. You know what I wish was an Olympic sport? Sponsorships. (laughs) 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 That would be great. Uh, Yeah, but you should definitely go to to fnxfit.com slash carlpooling or carlpooling.com slash fnx. Rather, car- that one, carpooling.com slash FNX. Go over there, uh, buy a bu- just buy yeah. a bunch of crap. Just <laughs> literally don't stop until you have a hard time pronouncing the number <laughs> next to your cart. And and then use checkout code carpooling for 15% off. Uh, so, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Write in, tell us what you think about mm-hmm. the situation in Ukraine. Yeah, it sucks. sucks. It sucks. And America sucks, and Russia sucks, and Ukraine sucks, and we all just suck. And if you'd like to be a part of that sucking, then write us an email at carlpooling at gmail.com. We'd love to, we'd love to engage in a dialectic with you. Uh, I'm at Chris X. Carl. shows at Carl Pulling. Hunter's at Emotional Carl. Jamie, thanks for joining us, Jamie. We really appreciate you, you jumping on the show today. Any parting words for uh, our guests? No socials. <laughs> that makes yeah. sense for a robot. Not very social. And, uh, geez, what can I say? Um, if you find yourself downwind of any fallout, if you're, if you're near the Baltic Sea, Mykonos, Mykonos, why are you so Mykonos, why are you green? Mykonos, that's the most hair I've ever seen on your ears. What's going on, Mykonos? You might want to get out your Geiger meter and get tested. (laughs) 